You can shake an apple from an apple tree. Shake it, shoot it, shake it, but you never shake me. It's once again time to hear the stories and memories of people living in some of the retirement venues around Essex. For this latest outing, John O'Casson and his volunteers were at Enoch House in Colchester where there was a sizeable gathering of residents to recall their experiences of food. Jono's memory afternoons are not only an activity for the residents to enjoy, but they're a way of documenting and archiving these experiences for many years to come. The format for the afternoon is simple. Residents sit in a large circle and one by one are given the opportunity to recollect with the group. Then there's a break for some drinks and biscuits before some live entertainment. In some events like this you could expect a bit of nervousness or trepidation but here the whole group at Enoch House were really eager to share their experiences. One particular story about a local man known as Freddy the Shrimp Man was particularly vivid. There's a little old man, I don't know if anybody can remember it in Colchester, Freddie, you used to bring the barrel around with the sweets, you used to have that for tea, Sunday's out, that's our Sunday tea. I come from a big family, but mum used to make what they used to call it, pig's foot stew. Yum. That was, we didn't use to eat the pig's foot, but the, the, the stew and the juice and that with the vegetables caught up lovely. Dumplings in it as well, you know. Yeah. That's it. And the sweets, um, we used to like the, the strings of um, licorice, penny, penny strings of licorice. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about this, this man that used to come around, because people seem to know him. Was he yeah. doing Freddy, Freddy famous? He's one of them little mini dwarfs. Tall as that? Right. Might have been about four foot. Yeah. And he used to have a big barrow. Yeah. And he used to stand at the bottom of the sheer gate And um, he used to sell his shrimps and that. I can't remember whether he sold anything else. But they always used to have shrimps yeah. on a Sunday. Winkles and well. Yeah, it could have been Winkles yeah, and well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Winkles and on a um, Sunday at night. He used to come around on the tea time, Sunday tea time. And he stood at Sheergate Steps during the week yeah. and sold all these things. We also heard from another resident about how her dad was unusual and that he did the majority of the cooking and her mum, who was a vegetarian, had a rebellious streak as demonstrated by going into a food store and damaging some of the sausages so they couldn't be sold. Another story from the war was how a family was running out of money and that all that they managed to rustle up for their lunch was peas on toast with a bit of jam. It was towards the end of the war and um, we'd got an old dugout in London and um, we were living in London and my sister was bringing us up. We were four of us on our own. <clears throat> and she had got to go, oh, much older than me, she had got to go out to work and she left me a box near the dugout and say, sorry, today it's peas on toast and jam. <laughs> Money running out. She left a note, you see. Eat this 
and be home early enough from school tonight to do chips for dinner. And you, you didn't mind, you tried anything. Um, I tried these peas on toast. <laughs> peas on toast? Well, if they, if, I was just thinking, you have to add the jam, otherwise you'd be trying to get them on the toast. <laughs> yeah, and it was nice, and to this day, if I'm a bit short of something, I think, I'll put peas on toast. <laughs> Damn. Well, you tried it again. That's what we used to have to really? make do with, because they hadn't got enough money. Other memories we had from around that time was how envious one resident was of people who lived on a nearby farm as they had the luxury of having real eggs. Mother would say, you know, um, the bacon and that sort of thing is for Dad. Can't, we couldn't have the meat, so it been a little tiny joint sort of thing. We did, I think we did actually have some on a Sunday, but that's all. And the rest I think she'd minced up and done things with because that's... And um, you could never, there was no such thing as eggs. You had this... Mum used to mix the powdered egg stuff up and make it in little things in the frying pan. And used to see people look over the farm and used to think, what must be lovely to have an egg. We didn't know what that was. And um, all sorts of, as I say, it was a bit like that during during the war. There were so many things. But um, as to sweets, I mean, it was... Quite a collection of sweets and all those licorice sticks you used to have with the pink bubbles on the end. Oh, yes, oh, yes. they still do then. Dab, sherbet dabs, those little cigarettes with little red ends, and you thought you've got a cigarette. Aniseed balls. Oh, yeah. Aniseed balls, and um, oh, there was lots of hair drops. Hair and drops. Mm. Thing, wasn't there? Um, but um, uh, I remember one day that the bombs were dropping. Um. My mother had gone down to the village, and my sister and I, I mean, I was nine, and she'd, uh, she'd be seven. And the siren went, and because she'd gone down to the village, and the air raid wardens had said, You know, you'll have to come undercover, Mrs. Bree, you can't go home. I've got to go, she said, I've left my children. He said, Well, I'm sorry. He said, Where are they? She said, In the house. He said, Well, anyway, we got underneath the table, and the bowls were. <laughs> Enamel bowls on the table, they just tripped it off. There was no. Um, and then this um, farmer's wife from over the road, she came running across me. Says, are you all right? No, we're here on our own. Mum came back crying because she couldn't get home to us and she was worried. But um, then we went over the farm, of course, and we used to like to go over there because as kids you had homemade jam. And, homemade butter and things. You had a real treat when you went over there because there was something you never had at home. Never, no. <laughs> but, um, yeah. no, I mean, years ago it was very, very hard. Yeah. But um, we we lived as well as we could on the on the small bits that you did have. Yeah. I mean, rations were terrible. But yeah. um, no, it used to be awful when you yeah. see something. Oh, no, that's your dad. You can't have that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how it was. They had to look after the men because they were the ones that had to earn the money. Yeah. 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 So, um, our final tale was from a resident who gave a harrowing account of foster care and the poverty in which she was raised. <laughs> I used to eat porridge, porridge, porridge. Was it really? Yes. I, I, yes. I sit here, I swear on the Holy Bible. Mm. And I used to... I, when me, Step parents weren't there. I used to go in the kitchen, get the bread, butter it, sugar it, go outside and eat it. I said, What's happened? Not me. 
at least a dick sticks of rhubarb and a bag of sugar. Mm-hmm. That's what I said, boy, with my foster parents. That's true. Mm-hmm. Never had sweets. Mm-hmm. No sweets at all. I've heard people saying about sugar sandwiches we before. Never, yeah. we, never had, we never had anything like bacon and egg or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Not a thing. It's very hard for people to... to to understand it, but the, in them days, they weren't very nice foster parents. They were absolutely, well, they're nightmares, sometimes I've nightmares now about it. Yeah. Yeah, mm. they weren't very nice at all. Yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that. You've spoken about it before. Yeah, if you, you think see. back how it was then, what do you cherish to eat now then? What do I cherish? Yes, that you can have now and you really enjoy that you never had before. Nice roast dinner. Nice roast dinner. Yeah. yeah. I go to Ellie's and have roast dinner sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Never had anything, you know. And sometimes I'll be sitting watch telly at night, and all of a sudden, I think, oh my god, porridge, porridge, porridge. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Never that's... had anything. Never had any pocket money. They used to give us money for. It's awful. Money for our dinner tickets. So I never got the dinner tickets, I used to spend the money on sweets and that. <laughs> and I'd, I'd go to the dinner lady and say, I'm sorry, I said, I lost my tickets again. <laughs> I hadn't lost them. No, of course you haven't, but so it was so hard hungry. times. It's funny, after all those years, you can still tell how those experiences she endured still affect her. We then broke for some drinks and some snacks, where the conversation continued over some old family photos and books of local history. The musician that was due to perform had car trouble, so at the last minute, Jono and his friends performed some well-known songs and a few of his own creation. Come and join us every other Friday. Come with us to Enough House. We'll have a laugh, we'll have a chat, we'll eat some biscuits. Then you can go home and have a sleep. So what are we going to sing? Memories. Can you sing that with me? Memories. What about I met Jan a little while ago? It was a day I'll never ever forget. <laughs> She was the cheekiest lady I've ever met. I'm glad I didn't bring along my wife. The appreciation for this event was clear. People who don't normally participate in events were gathered to share stories of their past, stories they may not have shared before. But here they felt relaxed and comfortable to recall the memories which have shaped them. It was also just a time for people to have a good, honest laugh, chuckling about the ingenuity of wartime families or the places where people live. I have to agree with Jono when he said at the end that coming to these events really is the best tonic. And you know, we've only scratched the surface of what these wonderful people have to offer. And with that in mind, I really am looking forward to the next one and sharing some more memories. One more.